bad bitch every day of the week If I hop up on the mic, they gon' play it on repeat Cash a hundred milli check, I get paid just to breathe Kill it 24-7 cause I slay in my sleep flames Yo, 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 what's going on, people? Again, thank you for joining me. Welcome to another episode of the Good Tea Great Time Podcast. It's your boy James Woods the third. And I got a few folks with me here today. You guys want to introduce yourself? I'll go ahead and start first. Oh wow, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Hello, everybody. It's Toxic Larry once again. Toxic Larry. Hello, everyone. It is Cook from Cook's Neighborhood. I'm back again. Hi, and I'm Dante. Oh, I'm just... <laughs> Nobody special. Oh, listen. If Larry's can be one of one, you are definitely somebody special. <laughs> uh, so thank you guys for coming out today. I um, hope you had a great day or whatever. But I wanted to start this episode off with something super fun. Um, kind of like an icebreaker. So... I'm big in Marvel, like I love comics, I'm that kind of nerd, and I guess my icebreaker for you guys would be to test how nerdy you are, um, even though it won't be as nerdy as me, but if you could be a superhero, no, change that, if you could pick a superpower, what would your superpower be, and would you be a hero or a villain? Can I go oh, first? I mean, <laughs> you you push cooks out the way, so let her. I mean, rip. I gotta set the bar, you know. <laughs> you know, I set the bar. Y'all set oh, trends, okay. oh, but wow. anyway. Right. <laughs> but if I could have a power, honestly, it'd be the ability to control electricity. Like I think it's just extremely versatile, and it's I love thunderstorms. I think it's both beautiful and deadly at the same time. So you know, something like me. Um, as far as being a hero or a villain, I would probably be an anti-hero, honestly. I mean, we really didn't. We knew that part <laughs> with with the electricity. I mean, because with the thing about it is, like, concepts like good and evil are always subjective. Because it's, like, depending on what side of the fence you are. Like, what's good for the lion isn't good for the gazelle. Okay. So it's, like, okay. how do you really define what does it mean to be good or evil? That's super deep. I don't know what would be good for the gazelle <laughs> at all. In this. But what the lion is doing is good for because the lion is killing the gazelle to feed its family. Like, okay. you would want a lion to feed its cubs and stuff like that, right? Because they, they can't fend for themselves. So what is good for the lion is unfortunately bad for the gazelle because now the gazelle lost. It's dead. It's dead. Yeah. It's dead. It's kids going to wonder, where's dad at? Where's mom at? <laughs> and it's like, Bambi. Bambi. So what's good for one may not be good for something else. So good and evil are really those kind of terms where it's like, it's hard to define. Mm. What does that mean? Because depending on what side of the fence you are, what could be good could also be evil. So there's a sense of duality that's there. Oh, that was the word I was going to use. You beat me to the punch. Cooks. So Larry's definitely been asked this question before. Had, he, had he was off, very ready. Of his head. I'm yeah. sitting like, damn, I just knew he was gonna say what. Because you're not gonna, answer. you're not gonna out nerd me. Oh, okay. And I was just like, okay, I know, but nope, that wasn't where you were gonna go. With. <laughs> um, so I guess for me, it'd be only right if I could do telepathy. Okay. Or uh, I like to text people in their mind. I would love to text people in their mind. Or um, reading people's minds. Okay, very Jean Grey about the situation. I would like, but I would, I would, I would need to be able to 
cut it on and cut it off. Okay. Because it was like a movie, right? Yeah. yeah. It was it's like an older movie her. where it was like a white man. And then it's also like Taraji P. Henson did it where it was like what men think or something. Oh, like a mess. think yes. like a man. No, Mel no, no, Gibson. What men think. What, what women men want. Think, what what women, men want. Yeah. Is, this yeah. is what it was. And Mel Gibson was the mm-hmm. one. Yeah. The original. Exactly. Yes. So that is overwhelming. Okay. Um, and then, of course, I'll use it uh, for good um, because it's just the business I'm in right now. But I definitely agree with the whole subjective thing because what I believe may be good may not always. Mm-hmm. It may be biased because right. it's definitely <laughs> personal. Um, <laughs> what I'm choosing is good or bad. So, yeah, I think that's why I lie with it. Okay. Okay. I think I want to be the opposite side of Jean Grey. I want to have telekinesis. I think you can do a lot with it. You can Mm -hmm. make yourself fly. You can control atoms and objects. I would be an anti-hero only because I wouldn't want to be people's first resort to fix things. Mm -hmm. I want to be like the last resort. All the real superheroes are dead. Then they got to come to me. But I don't want my phone ringing every time something goes wrong. So are the dead superheroes... From Larry. So are you just lazy? It just I'm sounds. Lazy. It just yeah. sounds like you're lazy. I feel like if you're a superhero, they're always gonna be bugging you for some shit, oh, and I yeah. just don't want to be dealt. You with would that. need like unlimited. Like, do, do they have to know I'm a superhero? Because I was just gonna like lay in the cut, and I was gonna like work behind the scenes. They weren't gonna know I was there. Yours, oh. yours, was yours doing. wouldn't necessarily need to. Oh, yeah, because I had like know. fucking super strength or something, <laughs> and then like everybody they in the town would know. People would know. You would know us. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I don't want to be known. I think that's my thing. For this, for the superpower, I wouldn't want fame. Okay. So, like, Tristan, just... I'm going to just cut your damn phone off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so you can't reach me. I'll probably still get therapy. <laughs> and then I'd just be like, you're fucking lying. You're fucking lying. <laughs> no, you're lying. Yeah, that's a thing. Fucking liar. Okay, so we have a therapist um, <laughs> with psychic ability mm-hmm. umbrella is... things. We have someone who just wants to cut your phone off and fry you <laughs> immediately. And then you said you wanted something like Jean Grey, but just telekinesis. So if I had to pick honestly, I'm not signing Larry. I'm so sorry to tell you that. But it would be like a mixture, like if Jean Grey and Phoebe had a baby like to see the future or like premonitions but still have like that telepathic mm-hmm. ability mm-hmm. I think would be super dope um, A because I could probably win the lottery <laughs> I don't think that's considered insider trading cause it's like no, me not trading anything it's yeah it's like me I mean, if you have like an unfair advantage to like those kind of opportunities. Okay, nobody's talking to you anymore. Also, it's not stocks; it's the lottery. Listen, okay, you're the villain. No, I'm just saying you're fine. No, not you. I'm talking about Larry's ass. I said anti-hero, so you really can't. There are times I'm going to use it for good Mm -hmm. naturally, but then there are times where it's going to be like you literally said you were going to cut people's phone off. So if they're blowing me up, like Dante said, I don't want you guys blowing me up every single time something happens. I don't want to be. You know, my lights are cut off. Can you do something about that? I'm like, no, bitch, pay Georgia Power. They ain't got exactly. shit to do with me. Oh, wow. That's the thing. I guess that's the thing. I don't even know what to say. Someone's to always going to be coming to you if they know you can help them. Yeah. I mean, do they do that without super That's normal life. That's, exactly. no, yeah. that's just human I nature. Say, just ask that question. Do, do they? Do they <laughs> without super <laughs> They definitely do. Absolutely. I can't. I can't. But, um, yeah. So, it's been a lot happening in like the news and and pop culture and all that kind of stuff right so one thing i saw today that was that 
it was interesting um, just because of, of how things played out. But um, like I was talking to you guys about earlier, Tia Maori mm-hmm. and her divorce um, with her husband. Um, what the hell was his name? Corey Hardrick. Corey Hardrick. <laughs> yeah. It was interesting to me because, A, I didn't know they were married because I don't. Yeah, he's like super like supportive actor guy. Yeah, I only knew him through Black. Was it Black Lightning? Mm-hmm. Was it Black Lightning? Yeah. I, I think so. It was Just Black Lightning? Super supportive guy because I, I don't re- remember any roles. I, I sure am. I'm gonna look him right the fuck up. I've seen him in things, but I mean, honestly, if we're honest, she carried him. Yeah, for she sure. picked him yeah. up off the bus stop. Did she not? She did. They. She definitely told him that how she story. picked him. Yeah. 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 It was kind of cute. And that's fine. Oh, he was in Karen. Did y'all see Karen? It was like BT. It was like the white. Uh, oh, that that movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm sure there were other movies, right? <laughs> that should be an indicator of where his career was. He was in The Shy. No, I didn't it's watch it. It's interesting because I haven't seen these shows. I really. <laughs> so it's like, hey, Drew's not going to watch that one. Let me get on this show. Let me do that one. <laughs> yeah, I, have, I miss those. I'm so behind when it comes to shows. It's like I'll miss an episode and just fall off. Like, don't ask yeah. me about Scandal. Don't ask me about Empire. None oh, yeah. of the power really? fell completely off. Yeah, I fell out That's... of all of those. Season one. So, not season one. Season one. Shimo Christmas. So she said in a quote, my marriage was a success. You know, I look at things or I looked at this like a curriculum when you're in college or high school. You're learning, you're growing, you're evolving, you're creating. I was able to create with Corey some beautiful, amazing children. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the curriculum, there's graduation, there's a celebration. And that's basically how she was looking at it now. Like she she talked about focusing on her happiness because, mm-hmm. you know, her, her grandmother had died and then her niece died shortly after. Um, and it was kind of like a realization moment for her that she said, you know, life is short. Right. You know, focus on me, my happiness, and and not that she wasn't getting it in the marriage, um, but it's I it seemed like it was you know like a what's next kind of thing for me in my search for self happiness, I guess. So okay. did you see the movie with uh, Issa Rae and Lakeith Stanfield? Uh, the ph- the photograph. Never yes. heard of it. Yes. It's giving that. No. It's giving the situation where her mom, like, I want more, mm. and you're okay. Yeah. You're mm. complacent with where yeah. you're at, and that's perfectly fine, but I see now I want more. Mm. We've gotten through this curriculum, mm-hmm. and now I want to go to college, or mm-hmm. I, now I want to go to higher education, Right. Mm-hmm. and you're you're okay. You're ready to get in the work field. Yeah. You're, you're, you're okay where you're at. So that's just even just having those facts resurface like that it's like hmm, I think he was pretty much okay and she was like trying to transition into like let's do reels let's do TikToks mm-hmm. let's do this oh she just like, was doing a lot of, yeah and I mean the kids were here for it yeah. and she was here for it she had tried to like bring her sister in it was like a lot of trial and error cause I don't think he was with the wave like I think right. where he is he's okay with that mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and with her she's like well actually I kinda still want more yeah cause even when like I started seeing her do the reels and the challenges and stuff like she looked like she was having a ball, a ball. Like, <laughs> I need to do this now yeah like, like it was super cute seeing her do it um but yeah, I thought that was interesting because it made it made me think about even like now at thirty five, I feel like I'm I'm not where I want it to be. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, I'm thinking you know 
it's a lot of other people who exactly. feel the same way, who are younger and who are mm-hmm. older. And it's super interesting when I meet younger people and they're like in the rush to, mm-hmm. to get to places. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, you know, it's okay to not be there right now because yeah. hell I'm still trying to get there so right. mm-hmm. it's 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 time but at the same time I'm like well shit I'm also the person that's like oh well bitch I'm running out of I'm running yeah. out of yeah I've, I've 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 met my challenges and obstacles along the way because I suffer from this thing where I honestly feel like I don't have enough time mm-hmm. and that's a struggle I'm still trying to like navigate I think I'm interested to know what are people's objections to Tia to Tia Maori's comparison to her divorce being considered a curriculum mm-hmm. in that regard because I'm not I'm not really understanding what would be the pushback for it. I mean, it's starting to sound like while her saying it's a curriculum, I don't know if they mean like is it devaluing marriage, is it devaluing education? Yeah. If this is her personal journey, then however she chooses to compare it to, that's really her yeah. business. So yeah. I'm really curious to understand. What are people's understanding or why the pushback as far as her calling it a curriculum? I don't know if they feel like by her calling it a curriculum, is it is she demeaning the sanctity of marriage, marriage. or whatever the case may be? Because yeah. people are super sensitive now. Yeah, yeah for sure. And I, think, yeah. I think we get so stuck into the idea of it, what's traditional mm-hmm. and we don't sometimes create rules for ourselves and our relationships so we want to go to oh my grandparents were together 50 something years they might have hated each other all those years so right he had exactly like girl your your grandma could own her (laughs) grandma couldn't own her own bank account until 1973 what's she gonna do she had dreams. Exactly. She had to let go. Exactly. Okay. So as we evolve, so we cool. have to evolve our thinking and what we value in relationships. But that's hard, though. So that's why a lot of times diversity and inclusion is so hard. Because if you've grown up with the same rhetoric that your parents have done, your grandparents have mm-hmm. done, you've always been taught to respect your elders. And not, I'm not trying to justify bigotry or anything like that. Because right. you need to no, fix your shit, first of all. Okay. <laughs> but as far as like the pushback, it's it's a little difficult for people to like yeah. hearing now it's easier for people who are kind of in our respective fields. It's easier for being more tolerant, more understanding mm-hmm. of the times and everything like that. But it, the diversity is hard yeah. mm-hmm. trying to keep up with the different pronouns and how do people identify themselves and be inclusive of everybody. It's, it can be a little bit taxing. It's, it's still not an excuse, Correct. but I can understand where there can be a little bit of a pushback and barrier. But as we stated, times evolve. So do we need to? There's no longer a place for complacency. Complacency cannot, replacency cannot take the place of compassion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's just simply what it boils down to. Yeah, yeah I really think she lost me. Um, I was on board 100%. I think it was graduation. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what lost me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like grad- I was on board with the course and the curriculum because it is. But graduation, I think. Yeah, it was the, it's, it's the, I don't know what it is about graduation, but it's the term graduation that didn't sit well with me. Like and it's, yeah. I, I get it, because it's, it's like when you graduate, you finish something, and you move on to the next phase, mm-hmm. maybe. But I feel like marriage in general is something that, well, potentially is is forever, right? Yeah. yeah. So to, to call it a graduation... I, in my mind, I want to think that she meant it as as a celebration of that journey. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. in high school, you graduate and you celebrate which all you've learned and mm-hmm. all you took from right. that. Right. So and I can see that. That's yeah. how I, I wanted to look at it because right. I was confused, also, too. 
everybody that attends this course or this curriculum is supposed to graduate. Supposed to. That's and the that's, operative word. And they right? don't. And they don't. But my thing is, it, in that in that tense, you're saying if you don't graduate, you didn't complete it. You failed. I didn't. Fi- I didn't complete my marriage because mm. I didn't graduate. But if you're not growing oh, with key. me, and, is, yeah. but listen, if he's not putting into their marriage mm-hmm. what she's asking for, because mm-hmm. we change, we grow, and I'm pretty sure she has communicated things that are lacking for her. Mm-hmm. And if he is complacent in what started, and he's no longer growing, he's not going to graduate. That's true. That's mm-hmm. very true. This is true. I mean, if you're not doing the coursework, then of course you can't exactly. expect to graduate. And- exactly. And I think this is where her being so gracious and uh, in, a, in a sense tight-lipped is kind of negative because she never said any of these things. Mm-hmm. She never said anything negative We're about him. Even when, right, even when it first came out and everybody was like, he's cheating, this, that, and the third. He was in the comments like, no, that's not his problem. Yeah, <laughs> and then she eventually had to make a video and now that's why she's doing all this damage control mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. when you see someone divorce it's a negative connotation mm-hmm. so i appreciate like lessening the negative connotation mm-hmm. that divorce has but you can't like put it on a pedestal now because yeah. yeah. now it's gonna be like oh y'all want everybody to divorce and don't get me wrong there are some people out here that, that aren't going to get divorced that really that should and divorced. there are going to people out here that, that could possibly work through these issues and are not going to get divorced yeah so it's like when you're a social media influencer you have to be really careful yeah. about what you say because they're going to like we're doing now they're going to dissect the fuck out of what you say mm-hmm. analyze it break it down and depending on where you are in life you're going to come out with something new yeah. yeah but i do appreciate her her intention and effort to not make it a messy kind of thing exactly. she's always yeah. from what she said about it she's always phrased it as it's not a you versus me. Right. It's a you right. and me. We're not able to come to yeah. an effective resolution to save whatever problems we're having. Therefore, yeah. it's just better for us and our children to just dissolve whatever we have. And I appreciate the maturity in that because how many relationships and marriages have you seen where people, two people who arguably have no business being together simply stay together just for the sake of saying we're together. married or I have a partner? Like, there's no shame in breaking up. There's no shame in a divorce. If it doesn't work, it just doesn't work. Yeah. I have more respect for people. They can say, this is not working versus let me just keep in this marriage or relationship for appearances to appease the mm-hmm. masses so I don't get looked at, so my family doesn't look about, bad about it. So it's like if, you, if you're, you know, you're well known for being with this person and being married, you don't want the negative connotation of we broke up because that's explicitly seen as a failure. Mm-hmm. As if you right. didn't do something or something didn't happen. And it's just like sometimes... We just simply outgrow each other. Yeah. That's yeah. not a bad thing. It's just as the test of time happens, people evolve and we change, like Dante said, and people either do or you don't. Yeah. It's not necessarily a good or a bad yeah. thing. It's just this what yeah. just tends to happen. And that's yeah. tendency the, the the downside of when you get married young. Mm. Yeah. Because you have so much time to grow exactly. apart. If the comfort like that's one thing me and my boyfriend try to be like proactive about. We have like monthly check ins. Because we can't, I'm not finna let you outgrow me. Like, we're not finna outgrow each other. Like, if I'm gonna go on this entrepreneurship journey, if you're not on this journey, I need you to at least know about what I'm doing on this journey and be a part of that. Because if I don't build you into my future, you're not gonna be there. You're not gonna be there. But I think a thing that people, it's kind of hard navigating that because as a person, like, if you're bringing to his attention and he's like, yeah, 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 do your entrepreneurship, I got it, you know, I support you, whatever. 
you really sometimes in often situations you don't know how it is until you're actually in it mm-hmm. like it's one thing for you to accept the job that you think that you're ready for and then once you're in it like i don't be an interview i know i can do the work and then once you're in it damn this is more than i can really take so mm-hmm. a lot of it is there's a certain level of a certain acceptable margin of error when it comes into you saying yeah i'll support you in whatever you're doing versus when you're actually in it yeah and that's a thing that needs to be considered as well because a lot of times we often don't know we often don't know a lot of things until we're actually in it. It's kind of yeah. like you don't know how strong you are until that's your only option to be. Yeah. Like the true test of your character is when you're stretched, when you're put your backs against the wall. You know, Larry, us older folks um, call that trial by fire. You wouldn't know that. I wouldn't know that. I don't know why you're looking at me. I don't know why you're looking at me. Like that sounds like some shock. That sounds like some shock. Khan said honestly. Trial by fire. I'm not even thirty yet, so. Listen. So I'm just like trial by fire, and I'm barely thirty-one, so I don't know what you're talking to. First of all, I want to read it to you. Okay. So that you can have an understanding. And then also a side note, you guys, there's no blueprint. Exactly. There's no blueprint None. to anything. Make like, your own like, you, like literally something me and my boyfriend pride ourselves on is making our own tradition. Mm-hmm. I under, I appreciate the shit my grandmama did. I even appreciate the stuff my mom did, but mm, it ain't for me. I'm not I'm not doing it like that. Mm-hmm. I ain't going out like that. I just can't. Yeah. So a trial by fire is a test in which a person is exposed to flames in order to assess their truthfulness, commitment, and courage. So what you said oh, about key. moving through things when you're in it is how you know mm-hmm. how much somebody is going to ride for you or how much they meant, mm-hmm. you know, when they said, oh, I'm down or I'm here to ride. So right. the fire is them walking through whatever they said that they were going to do. I mean, we all can't be brandy. We all can't be oh, down. Right. Right. Okay, see, when I mention no, because cut the mic. No, because the mic. if I mention Beyonce, James got an issue. If I mention Brandy, somebody who actually does like, it's an issue. Oh, not someone who does like. I do like Brandy. I don't have a problem with Brandy. Yeah, I love Brandy. But one of the final messages um, that she said was kind of what all of us have been saying. She said that at the end of the day, it's about self love. And when you start to really work mm-hmm. on yourself, love yourself, and know your value and your worth, all of a sudden you're awoke. You're, you know, there's a, an awakening, um, and it's not easy. It's a hard journey, but at the end of the day, you know, you feel like it's worth it. Mm-hmm. And you know, like you said, there's nothing bad about it. There's nothing malicious. It's just what it is. The more we read into this, it's giving nice, nasty. It's, <laughs> it's giving nice, nasty in a way because it's like I, I'm, I'm uplifting him, I'm empowering the idea of marriage, but then in the same breath, it's like, but I gotta worry about me. That part. And she can take you down. Yeah. You don't worry about yourself and da da da. Hey, nobody. Like, okay, so I kind of seeing a little, maybe a little glimpse of what she was going through and what ended it because it's just. I mean, I guess it's like, I don't know if it's enough relatability mm-hmm. in what she's saying. It kind of sounds like I went over these lines, me and my me and my publicist, we went over, and, our, and my attorney, we went over everything, and this is the statement. I practice it, and this is what I'm coming It's not necessarily, I don't think it's 100% genuine, and that's fine, because she doesn't have to yeah. give us everything. everything. I was getting that same, I was yeah. getting that same impression, too, that this sounds... It's beautiful flowery language, but it does have the it does have the impression that 
this is rehearsed, and it gives the impression like you clearly came up with this with the social media team, probably, but you want to make it sound relatable, and it's like mm. you can't fake authenticity, unfortunately. Yeah. Like you can't fake the funk. You either I tell people all the time, like you can't run game on me. Like I invented it. Like you can't finesse a finesser. Oh wow! So Floridian, that's a toxic layer, the electric layer. They did it. They did an interview with Black Love, like the Oprah series, and his body, she was just pouring into how much she loves him, and his body language just spoke like he always gets nonchalant. Exactly. So I, in my heart of hearts, I feel like she poured a lot into him. And her identity was her man, mm-hmm. her marriage, her kid. Which was fucking nuts because I can't, we had to Google this nigga. <laughs> Who he was. <laughs> what he was in. So, so I think she lost herself. Did and we ever answer if was he a black lightning or not? Oh, let me see. <laughs> right, and then when we went back and looked over things, it was just like, damn, he's not that rememberable. So it just, just take, okay, everybody take this moment. I done poured 11 years into this nigga and I'm, I don't know if people really know what he was in. What did Mary J. Blige say? What did he say about me and my book? No more he was drama. a lover and the secretary for oh, 11 wow. years. Okay. She was 11. a lover, the mother, and the agent. Right. And this nigga hasn't seen. Been Would you have stopped breathing if he told you to? Right, and that's the thing. Maybe she's got tired of carrying him. So I don't see Black Lightning. Okay. Um, I'm back in 2008 <laughs> now. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna come across you it. Him? Do you see him at the bus stop? That's <laughs> not gonna go there with you tonight. That's not we're not gonna do. But okay, so cool. Moving away from. Um, we love you, Tia. Tia, yes. yeah, yes. love Tia. You're gonna sister, <laughs> sister, and whoever um, God was. Insert name. And here. I swear to God, if she start like popping up in all these movies and on TV shows and shit now, I'm gonna really not like him. Because it's really just going to show, yeah, you would definitely It was just yeah. you, yeah. Oh, um, so I don't know if y'all peeped the escape photos recently with <laughs> Tiny, Candy, <laughs> and Latasha. Okay. She didn't get the memo, did she? The, you know oh, what? No. So there's, no. there's still debate on what actually happened Sup- with that. Super interesting. And I just want to just stop you guys for two seconds. Only because... Cook said she didn't get the memo. And it's hilarious that that's the verbiage you use because in Twitter <laughs> quotes, it's, oh, did she get the memo? And that's what she said. And that's what she said. And Candy said, no, bitch. No, no you decided to do what you wanted to do <laughs> and everything like that. But what I love in that is like they're trying to spin it to where it's like, Whoever this one person is, I forgot her name, but she's Latasha. like Latasha. They're trying to spin it and say, "Look, I'm Latasha, and this is this escape ads." Yeah, like trying to spin yeah. it like, I'm like the, she's the lead. I'm yeah. the lead. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. right. And group. I literally thought her and the other one were twins. They're sisters. They're sisters. Yeah. Okay, so maybe it's another group where it's like <laughs> two of them are twins. Um, Kima, Keisha, and Pam was what seven oh two. Yes. <laughs> I think it was was it because Jock wanted to be like black. He got the hair. Is that how you say that? But the twin, the group, maybe you. I don't even know what the fuck you just said. But twin, I know Cherish had twins. Oh, Cherish, yeah. come on, Cherish. do that's it, that's do that's it. 
twins. I'm feeling unappreciated. But weren't the twins the like the villains based off yes. that BET? First it was a show, right? First, yes. With Aubrey. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, why do we mention Aubrey as the first person? So they to were misunderstood because a villain is a harsh word for very talented people who just can't be taken by other people. Oh, I don't. Is that what we're using? That's that's what it is. Like you, you're just mad. They were bitches. So, <laughs> so women that were way more accomplished than them. So by that effect, so by that logic, I'm not a villain. Then people just can't take me. No, you're a villain. Well, so, uh, so what's the difference? You the wanted youngest? to cut no. people's phones off. Okay, sir. if they're blocking. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Dante. They were the youngest in that house, trying to school some women that have been in the game first, twenty first years of all, longer than that. It was the first episode when <laughs> Pam came in and they asked who you were, <laughs> and literally seven oh two was one of the original ish girl groups of mm-hmm. like the era seven oh two SWV all those. Girl, total, mm-hmm. all those girls, um, and I hope that Pam Black was a Queen? part of SWV because I feel like no seven oh two, because I get them all mixed up. Um, black was cute. I like so black. it's black. It's black. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. I've been saying Black Queen my whole life. I know. Oh my god. Literally, no one is ever correct. <laughs> Sweetie, so it's just like Nietzsche. It's just either. like Nietzsche, or it's right. just NYC. I thought it was. Yeah, I, I thought never it was knew how to too. It. I didn't it was wear NYC. it. It was like a clothing line, like Fubu. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm so lost. And I've always been <laughs> a, a NJ. So it's NYC. So, Jesus. Wait, wait. The letters? Yeah. Yeah. It was E N Y C E. And we always said Eniche. But yeah. it's NYC. Oh, I was calling E nice. Yeah. I was definitely saying Eniche till today. And That's why social media is NYC. such a powerful oh, platform. Damn. It really is. We learn like, so much. Mm-hmm. You do. Legit. We when you're careful about yes. it, though, that's a, that's the area that we often miss is that we're not careful with it. And typically, not everyone does, but generally, we just take what we see and just run with it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, you can no fact checking? Or no fact checking. I kind of wish there was like a fact check side, like when you see something. I mean, Instagram tried to do it, but they only care about COVID. And then yeah, Facebook yeah, try to do it. About and then Facebook does it, but only if you're like in the pockets of like Mark Zuckerberg with like Republican stuff and exactly. stuff about COVID exactly. and everything like that. Exactly. It's like, oh, you fact check that, but when it comes to black people and niggas, you ain't got enough information Nothing. about police brutality no. and how badly because inadvertently no one is it hurts black people. There's offices that looks like us. There's yes. not. Super interesting how Latasha just got us talking about all of this Why stuff. Why are we on policy? And her, Latasha, oh, her green dress. fucking dress. <laughs> but it and was. somebody else had a dress on that night too? Dochi had it at the MTV Awards. <coughs> it looked way better. Wow. <coughs> but Candy, Candy said that she <laughs> hired her own stylist. And that's why Which she made her sister. lead up to the I didn't get the memo mm. situation. Yeah. So all of them had the same style. They yeah. all, I'm going to show you. But I think that boils down to why they didn't work as a group. Right, because they never could get it together. Who right? was who was in her ear like you can be the soloist? Yeah, you know. Because I'm pretty right. sure communication happened across the board where yeah. it's like we're going for this individual look, and you were like, "I'm gonna do what I want to do." That's what they had like that, and <laughs> you know, it gave the very the dreamettes. Where the dreamettes? Right behind her. Yeah, and it don't help that she's like super tall. Yeah. That don't she looks good. She just doesn't match. What Candy they wear. Said, I'm finna stone these holes with the big hair. 
What Cause I see like everybody has like bobs. No, this was right. The, and then she um, has this. So she was supposed to be the it girl, and it didn't work. Yeah, it was a Soul Train Awards. I like the gold oh. belt though. Is it or not? But yeah, um, Latasha was like she felt some kind of way because her and Candy were like going back and forth. Like she blocked me, no, she blocked me. Uh, and she was like she felt some type of way because um, Tiny and the sister didn't say nothing about it. Cause about why? the the internet I'm gonna stop my chat. beef. Like y'all chose to argue about it on social yeah, media. They got shit to do with me. Exactly. I think it's that that, that housewife stuff rubbing off on Candy because maybe everybody don't want to argue. No, I got other shit going on. A lot this shit's of so small. Yeah, it's, it's a, a dress. dress. But my thing is, if that's your only source of relevancy, like you have to start drama to remain relevant. Why like not? You are the problem. Just play the game. Put the dress on that everybody else is wearing. Make the album. Someone's gonna listen to it. Go on another tour with all the other groups and just play the game. It's the thing, but everybody wants to be on top. Everybody wants to be on top. <laughs> Too many chiefs, not enough Indians. Yeah. Okay, cooks, kitchen, that whole spiel. So, okay, interlude question, because mm-hmm. now I want to know, because Larry done pissed me off. Uh, so if you had to... <laughs> toxic Larry. I did nothing. If you had to pick your top three oh, favorite man. music artists... Mm-hmm. I don't have a third. I tried to think of a third at the card game, and I could not think of a third. Okay, who are the two? So my two are Brandy and Tony Braxton, but I can't think of a third who I would just like die. Okay. To listen to those are cute. I'll let you go. Okay. Okay. Go hmm. there. I don't. I <laughs> um, my ass itches. Just Megan Thee Stallion. I'm sorry. What? Megan Thee Stallion. What? She hasn't been out. Mary enough. J. Bl- Mary J. Blige. <laughs> And this artist, this Canadian artist named Charlotte Day Wilson, she... So, you think it's okay to put Megan Thee Stallion and Mary J. Blige on the same list? They both they both resonate with me electively. Like, yeah, they've done wonders for me mentally. Really? and help, Like, my playlist goes from, mm-hmm. I can go to City Girls to goddamn BB and CC Wannins. Like, it goes from across the spectrum. <laughs> so, it's like, that's what it is. Well, maybe I'm the weird one. Like, I could go from 3-6 Mafia to, like, Kirk Franklin, and it's like the verse to that. They, they just move me in a way that's so electively mm-hmm. that whenever I'm having a I'm bad day that I need to calm down before I fuck shit up. I get it. I'm listening to both of them. I get it. Like, 0 100 Real quick. Got it. Cooks? Uh, so I guess for me, I have to I have to give my number one spot to the mother, Erica Badu. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have to. I'm going to come with a strong second. And if Meg Thee Stallion uh, surprised you, Glorilla is definitely <laughs> She's a strong number two. It's like six months. Right. But I love her energy. Yes, because it's like ratchet trap, but it's like, I'm in giving hope. I want to empower, empower as well. And I'm here for it. I'm definitely right. here for it. I'm here for her Grammy nomination. And I'm, I was she promoted. Deserves, you know? I was promoted for her. Like, it was, I was getting paid for it. And I really was. <laughs> the girls that get it, get it. And the girls that don't, 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 Nikki. Exactly. And then my oh. third place definitely has to go through, uh, go to Ari Lennox. Another mm. good person. I Just love because Shea her. Shea Baby. Butter Baby. No skips. I had to get a ticket before. Shea no, Butter no, Baby. No skips. Yeah. So, okay. I'm, as you were listening, I was trying to think of like a genre that would kind of encompass things. You two, Mm-mm. absolutely no stumped. Nope. 
And I even feel like I don't maybe R and B ish. But yeah, you listen very, to like very much R and B. You listen to like K pop. I do not you heard one K pop in the car. Right. And that's and that's all I listened to. Okay. I listened to K pop back in college, two thousand nine to two thousand thirteen. K pop was out then? Yes, it's been out since yeah. the nineties. Are you familiar with Boa? Yes. Them hoes been co-opting R&B and hip-hop since the 90s. That's why. They really have been. Like, they've been really taking the elements as For far TikTok, as, like, from, like, know. black R&B and stuff like that. And it's, well, once again, it's like, you guys yeah. aren't down for black issues, but you benefit from okay. black influence. And it's like... Ain't no way hell you came up with this on your own accord. Like, bitch, you listen to D'Angelo. Yeah. Oh, wow. Honestly, it happens because a lot of our artists, a lot of our U.S. artists go over there for production. Maya. Maya from, um, you know, Mo- um, what is she? You know, My Love is Like, you Whoa, everything like that. Is. She had. <laughs> I love John But anyway. She has a very big following in Japan. Yes, and it's and like Marie too. So it's like with her, she does her own management, she does her own sound effects and everything. She has a Maya. Very big, Maya. Okay. That's why you don't see her a lot as much as you do, but she still tours and stuff like that. But she has a very active Japanese following. Exactly. And she does everything on her own. She doesn't have a lot of people on her payroll, so she keeps all of her money. Because mm-hmm. right. she does her own money, her own studio, her own production. That's how you music. know you ain't gonna get fucked over. Yeah. So she does everything herself. She's like, fuck yeah. it, I'm gonna do it myself. And plus she's a Libra, by the way. But yeah. I feel like that was just like a, something that just happened. I don't you know who's another. I respect friend. Virgos, James. Don't Tony do that. Tony Braxton. <laughs> she is October seventh. Come through. And Maya is October fourth. All right. I don't. If I, I, I honestly don't think I could pick three either. But Rihanna, Janae Icon, and pick a third. That, yep, go ahead. Who's your third? First of all, I don't appreciate you doing me like that. Because that's been all I've heard for the past. Okay. Like, now I feel attacked. The whole time. Okay, so I was I right? Today. Was I right, James? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> if I had to pick a third, I don't even know. I because I love Tony. I love Tamar. I also love Erica Badu. Anything neo soul, mm-hmm. um, I'm here for it. So I don't think I could pick a third either because there's so many people. Like now, I feel like music ain't what it used to be. Because back in the For day, sure. I had my little tape player. Oh, not a tape player. Oh, oh right. All fucking age right. Yourself with that Jesus. Jesus. You Thank CD you guys player. so much for coming. <laughs> a tape player? A Walkman? No, Absolutely I, had, I had a tape player, okay? And yes, and it was yellow. No, it was school. it was before the nano and the skip and the little square one mm-hmm. even so came dusty. out. I'm you, sorry, you, didn't you said I'm player? dusty. You didn't have a CD player. <laughs> it was before CDs. Oh my was it god! CD players, James. Do you think we had CDs CD players came? in early 2000s? How you had tape players in the 80s? What are you talking about? Uh, we had Walkman onto CD players by like 98. Okay, get off, James. His eight track. We had CD players in 98. Anyway. So I had my tape player because that's back when Immature was a thing, mm. and that's back when you know Brownstone. You guys okay. know, yeah, heard through the grapevine. Yes. yes, yes. So that was like music to me. Now, honestly, even though I love Janae, ten toes down to the ground, oh, yeah. a lot of people oh, sound like her, like that airy mm-hmm. voice. Whisper. Oh, I like. I do have Whisper a third. Janet. Yeah. No, Ariana Grande. Okay. Okay. She gives. Yeah. Oh, wait. She gives. Oh, 
Wait, Vocals. Wait a minute. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Nope. Come on, cooks. What's, nope. <laughs> what, what's up, cooks? Never. She's nope. <laughs> um, but, but do you agree that the vocals and the talent is there? Oh yeah, I definitely. The music okay. just not made. I can appreciate. I can appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I have nigga ears. I have very Atlanta biased ears. Like, oh, all my playlist is probably Young Thug going on. I give an exception to Glow Real. How's that case going? I'm right. sorry. <laughs> it's, it's in progress. <laughs> you should see them but I do have older, older music yeah. that I am into, um, and that would definitely be the Isley Brothers. Isley Brothers. Mm. That definitely. I love. Side note: the, one of the daughters, Alex. Alex Isley. Oh, what? Alex her Isley voice is like everything. Water and air is my Just, shit. Oh my god, Alex Isley, mine, everything to me. Mine was like one of her first that I heard singles. Road to mine. Everything into orbit. Yes, love her. Alex Isley sings down. Okay, well, I can't really. She's more. Would you say she's more alternative? She's definitely alternative R and B. But it's it's it is. Oh my god, it puts you in such like a trance. Are you guys familiar with uh, Yeba? Yes. Yes. That's how I feel when I listen to her. Like it was a song she did, and she was just like yelling almost, and I was like. I was caught in the middle of doing something, and I was just like, "Why the fuck am I crying?" <laughs> and I haven't even really listened to this song. And then I turn around, it's a whole white lady. I was like, <laughs> "That's how it was with me when I found out that some of these white girls actually can sing." As far as like you know, emanating from like JoJo, yeah. Um, what's her Tina name? Marie. Isla. Think everything. Tina Marie. I thought she Isla was black. Everything. Yeah. Yes. Tina Marie was my. Yes. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think Bobby Caldwell probably with that whole okay. Bobby Caldwell set that whole mm-hmm. created that I whole did genre. I know that man was white. <laughs> and when I see he, he, created, said, he created okay. that genre of white people where it's like white people that sound black. Because we but, all thought that they were. But black. they love R and B from white people. They don't love R and B from from us. Yeah, Billy Ocean. Right. That yeah. Adele. I he, love Billy Ocean. That's a situation. It is. It's a situation. I also love it. I love older. I love Big Adele. Yeah. Is it different? This is true. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. When, definitely when Her artists Adele go through. Was different. That's that's all I can listen to. I can't listen to Happy Adele. I can't have. I can't listen to Happy Mary. Adele. I can't listen to Happy yeah. Mary. No. I can't listen to Happy Keisha Cole. I want no, depressed, unless she's cooking me a nasty fish. Stop with the fish. Keisha plate. Cole's my third. <laughs> Keisha Cole's my third. Keisha Cole with the glove and the red. With that, with the gap. With the gap. With the gap. That's Cole with the gap with the red and platinum with the red and platinum blonde. That's all my Keisha Cole. That's my Keisha. That would look really. Good yes, you complete me. Yeah, that yeah, whole album. That was whole album. Yes. That even make me over. Right, Ron Flair worked wonders for her career. Yeah. I think him getting dropped from the label—I can't remember what label it was—but him getting dropped from whatever label—is that why she started selling fish plates? That's pretty much what happened. So who's selling fish plates? Keisha Cole. Keisha Cole. They used to make that joke no, about her was... selling fish plates nope. outside of a Beyonce concert. Nope. I, you want me to look it up? I hope that I'll look it wasn't up. the thing. Don't waste your time. I'll look it up. I bet it was good though. I'm, it, it needed to be. Block? No, she didn't block me. <laughs> that's one of the many people. We need a list of so everyone that has blocked you. At this point. Alicia Keys, Brandy and her mom, um, Melania Trump, that's Fantasia. Alicia Keys blocked me on Facebook and Twitter. Fantasia? Fantasia and her mom. Because they said she can't me. read. She can't. Well, they said she, she can she now. She just learned. She can now. She definitely 
Because her, her, she was date whoever she's dating now. Like in 2019, 2020, she made a she made a video going yeah, live about relationships don't last because women don't submit. And I was when like, was in the closet. Yes, I've seen that. I was like, is he? And I was like, are y'all taking relationship advice from a bitch that just learned how to read last year? And that was a whole guy. Cut it out. So it says hashtag no. Keisha Cole outside the Grammys. Damn. Hashtag the struggle. And it's a picture of her and it says I'm selling $7 fish plates outside of the Grammys if anybody's interested. My thing is they got that struggle ass picture of her. <laughs> and why say $7? Like, because seven. $7, fish plates are at least 15 That's what I'm saying. If not 20 You, you talking about outside the Grammys? Whatever. Yeah. Are they buying multiple? Do you want them to buy multiple fish plates? You know what? I lied. It wasn't Ron Flair. It was that fucking reality show that ruined her career where her mama Frankie. and her sister oh, oh, her mama and her sister mm-hmm. yes what was that's what ruined her career I could not Frankie tell so that definitely built her credibility with the fish plates though because then she was selling perms that's what it was I called her a perm box one on Wikipedia <laughs> yeah no lie Olive Wait, you oil that's why Keys, Alicia Keys Blocked me because I edited her Wikipedia page and said she was a homewrecker. You are definitely the villain because exactly. what niggas out here exactly. actually? But he's telling the, the truth when it comes page. to Alicia Keys because that we, man was still with that woman. But but they were separated. No, see, were okay, they? no, this is this is no, no, okay, cooks, cooks, cooks. Let me let me let me let me put you on game I was real quick. Let me let me put you on game real quick. So imagine. So this is a situation to have with Keisha Cole and not Keisha Cole, Alicia Keys and Swiss Beats. So the woman, I don't even know her name. It's over the T. She married Swiss Beats. No, that's Mashonda. Huh? Mashonda. Oh, whatever her name was. She was a singer. Yes. Swiss Beats. Swiss Beats married Alicia Keys, and then Swiss Beats and Alicia Keys have known each other since they were fifteen. So they've known each other since then. So this other woman, what's her name? Mashonda. Mashonda. Excuse me. Oh my god. She meets. You know, she's. You know, she's married to Swiss Beats or whatever. And then Swiss Beats is like, you know, this is Alicia Keys. I've known her since fifteen or whatever. And then it's like, okay, hey girl, whatever. So you know, whoop de whoop, yada yada yada. They get closer because of extension through Swiss Beats is the common denominator. So as you get closer to her, you know, you're like, hey, can I talk to you really quickly? You know, I have some things to talk to you about, you know, Swiss, whatever. You're confiding in this Alicia Keys about what Swiss is doing. You know him better than I do. Can you help me out with this issue I'm going through? How do I reach him? How do I get him to understand this, that, and the third with him? Because we're having these problems. And Alicia Keys is giving you advice on what to do. So fast forward, they get separated. And then during the separation... Swiss Beats and Alicia Keys are together. Now, mind you, you done told this girl all your business. You done confided in her, asked she you for advice, goes. asked you, what do I need to do to make him understand me, make him relate to me based on even the music that you give me? Because based on the music that Alicia Keys does, she talks about lust and fidelity, sex, drama, relationships, dating, and everything like that. I would imagine you would know you would know what to do in these situations. You're giving me all this advice. And then, bitch, you turn around and take my fucking man. <laughs> and then, audacity, then audacity, bitch, you release a song called How Do You Sleep With a Broken Heart, bitch, now Mashonda got to. Because you took her fucking man. So, since you didn't know who Mashonda was, I want to play a song for you, and you'll probably know the song. It's the only one I know. So. <laughs> She's a problem. Yeah, so that's Mashonda. <laughs> 
So it's like that's my whole beef with Alicia Keys. Did you not? You didn't know the song? Absolutely not. Oh my gosh. But she she was just like, like, oh shit, I missed it. Was I supposed to catch on already? Maybe you know the chorus. Hold on. No, nothing. It's okay. What year? It's okay. She she don't matter. Jane won't be catching on so bad. Nope. I don't know. No, Mashonda was hot when Tierra Marie and all those yeah, other I one, love Marie. one hit kind of mm-hmm. they got on the label and then someone else song. came out that was more popular. Yes, and they just fell through maybe, the cracks. Maybe cause you were born here. Mm-hmm. So I heard it at back home. So like a lot of music that people know down here. Yeah, I've never heard. Right, right. It's definitely so, geopolitical as far yeah. as like what music you will hear depending on where you live in yeah. that like area. Yeah. People be like rapping the shit down here, and I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> they be like, you don't know, little smoke. No, never heard of it. Absolutely. Like, well, he on the radio. Like, well, that's the radio here. Can Listen, we talk about that though? You know how I always say like the UK has like the best musical ear. Mm. I feel like they truly appreciate music. We just do whatever the machine tells us to do Because, listen, in the US. when I first moved to Georgia, I was about to get on 85, and all I heard was uh, Jocelyn Hernandez. <laughs> do like it's my B-Day? And I thought it was, like, a commercial, but oh, then no. the song played, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is, like, a thing. Oh, no, Jocelyn said she would get a Grammy from that song. This is a thing down here. Well, wait on it. It was a moment. It was a moment, though. <laughs> no, it was. And every time it's somebody's birthday, that's they look that's at the that's the song that's playing. So it's, yeah, it's, it's it was a moment. moment. And I think that's the thing. Like, a lot of people uh, use utilize music for different things. So sometimes it's okay to make a funny song or a stupid song. Like, I literally had this song on my phone. Um, it sounds horrible, but it's fun. Yeah. So he got a lot off this song because it's fun. Yeah. Like even the guy that was singing the 22, 23. Yes. Like I don't know. A whole career. Literally that's that song. Like Apple's a, it's an Asian guy. A lot yes. of my like white teachers and stuff that they ask me like you know with black music and black influences why do you guys like this song? Like not trying to be racist but trying to understand better. And it's like to us it's catchy. Like when you tell you, you know you talk about the stereotype that black people have rhythm it's like well musically if you look at music theory Typically, they've typically songs that have like black elements follow that consistent four by four measure. There's a constant, and every single song is made by a black person. There's a consistent one, two, three, four in every single song, and mm-hmm. we we're based on that just historically, mm-hmm. like as far as our like ancestors and slavery, and even going back yeah. way back in Africa. Yeah, all of our songs have that consistent rhythm yeah, as far yeah. as that one, two, three, four. Your eight counts if you're a dancer, mm-hmm. everything like that. We do everything based on counts. Yeah, yeah. So, would that be like, where would you place the, how did it go, period, ah, period, uh, period, oh, period, oh, period. And they uh, gave that girl a career. She's doing promo. Numbers. She numbers. has, like, a line with some company. The same thing as, like, uh, Bad Barbie. Bad Body. Oh, Bad Baby. Bad Baby. Yeah. Bad baby. Catch and she's me a multi-multi-millionaire. Yeah. She's, like, like, she's a lot That's but, disgusting, though. No, like, from a sociological point of view, it's like she's benefiting from, like, she's benefiting pedophilia. from blackness and everything. And pedophilia, too. And everything like that. So she's benefiting from that when, at the same time, she's being, like, a cost of, like, her white people and everything like that for the shit that she does. Mm-hmm. And it's like she... 
I don't know. I don't think she's doing it intentionally, but she's kind of going back and forth between my white side and this, you know, other identity. Right. She's quote unquote adopted. Like you benefit from both of them. She now. knows what works. But she's I give her the good. fact that as far as her work, as far as the educational field with her scholarships and stuff like that, I will give her at least that much. So I will recognize that. She looks fucking amazing. She looks damn yeah. good. The same thing with like Kim nice K, like with Kim K and what she's doing with like her um. With Kim K, her what she's doing as far as her social, well, not, oh no, that's not what you know. Also, about her social, her social reform as far as like getting, uh, getting black people out of jail and stuff. Oh, like okay. that. And the lawyers had an issue with that because it's like Kim K is parading around that I'm the one who's breaking all these people out of jail. I'm the one that's getting all these people out, and it's like, well, the lawyers who are actually doing the work, <laughs> they're like, no, sweetie, we're doing it. You're just financing yeah. it. But it's like for and the lawyers, but it's like the lawyers is like really it's kind of a downside against the lawyers because it's like, if you're really passionate about police brutality and the unnecessary incarceration of black people, does it matter if she's getting the spotlight? Like, truly, does it matter? Because now it looks like you're only doing it just to say that you did it and you want to be recognized for it. It's kind of like the thing of like, when you're doing stuff like homelessness and helping out with that and you're filming it all Mm -hmm. the time, is it truly authentic or are you doing it just for views? Exactly. Exactly. That's a good point. Yeah. Um... I really, I wanted to bring up something that kind of, because I didn't know if it was true or not. I didn't believe it, but um, Trump is running for president again. Mm-hmm. I thought he was able he to. Win. He, he shouldn't. Everything he's done he should make him ineligible. Let, let me but tell you, that's why privilege for your The ass. riot didn't didn't stop that. No, no, no. This is what's gonna happen. Stacey Abrams is gonna run for president as well. They're not going to want a black woman in office. And Trump gave those stimulus. And everybody waiting on them stimulus again. Mm. So they're going to vote him back in office yeah. because these white people are not going to let no black woman. They didn't even want a white woman yeah. in office. So they definitely not going to let this black, black woman, woman in office. And people fail to realize, just I got to put this out here, if a dog was in office during COVID, we would have still got stimulus, you guys. <laughs> exactly. It was a fucking global pandemic. Exactly. We would have got those and stimulus. he didn't even want to give it to us. He did not. But he when he found did. out giving it to us would have uh, raised his approval. He was on it. He was on we it. He was calling him T-Daddy and everything. Exactly. And they're still that. doing it in the, in the comments on um, Instagram and Twitter. Right. And then right now, if you put him and Joe Biden against each other, He'd win. He'd win. He, Joe Biden's not going to win. At all. Joe Biden's on his last leg also, everyone. He's 97. Oh, oh God. We was talking oh. about Bernie. Oh, oh. Joe's just as old. I just, I want younger politicians. Like, I don't like that everyone is like 60 plus. You know what I mean? And like, that's the thing. And they, and it's, what's so interesting about that is they were literally just talking to us about that in class. They wanted younger social workers. What people have to understand, shit like politics and stuff like social work, that come with age. Yeah. You yes. gotta learn and exactly. experience life to give a fuck about that. Yeah. And when I was 16, for one, I didn't even know what a social worker did besides take your children out the house. <laughs> no. um, See, as someone who it. someone who worked for the child of like child protective services, I actually that was actually my job. Like I was the one responsible oh, wow. for mm-hmm. removing kids from the house, and that's all I was known for. It's like, no, I do other stuff than that. Do you? And that's but at that's the time, yes, we did. But yeah, that's typically what it is. It's like, you know, people's perception as far as like what actual careers do and everything like that versus I think we tend to focus on labels a lot as far as like you have this label, therefore you must do this. Like, no, I do other stuff, not just, you know, not just that. 
Yeah, that's why you'll never hear me call myself a social worker. Like, when I was in psychology for undergrad, and I was telling everybody, oh, I'm doing psychology, oh, I want to be a counselor, all my Lyft drivers would tell me about their life, they would want advice, everybody came. <laughs> like, this doesn't, this, like, no, you, please, be, be quiet. When I told them I was a social worker, it was, now you tight lip. Okay. Now you, oh, I can't. Let me choose okay. my words. Or can, you, or can you put me on food stamps? Or can you give me food stamps? Right. If there's some resources. And, but that's the thing. A lot of people, I have to let them know about the linkage to care aspect because they're not knowledgeable. All they know this is, is true. kids is get taken. Yeah. Or you coming up to the school or work, checking on the kids. Or you might have to come do a home visit. Right. And I got to clean up. Uh, like it's <laughs> like the inconveniences to the parents. So it's, it, you, that comes with age. Like politicians, it'll be great. If we had a lot of people, um, but I don't think that's what they're breeding in yeah. grade school. They're I, not breeding not politicians. They're not breeding leaders. They're breeding no. followers. Yeah, and followers and worker bees. Right. I feel like now um, people, in a certain sense, have expressed that a degree is good. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll get you money, but a lot of people say that experience. Trumps a degree, yeah, in in different fields. Age you are. And <clears throat> I feel like both are great, right? Because through getting your degree, you get the experience. Sometimes. Sometimes. College don't teach you shit. Undergrad don't. Yeah. Undergrad don't teach you a damn thing, and it's sad. But literally, my teacher was talking about the difference between getting and receiving. Mm-hmm. You're going to receive a lot, mm-hmm. but you're going to have to go get so much more if you really want to benefit from this shit. Like, for real, for real. Like, a lot of the information that has truly helped me was some life experience shit. Exactly. Like, that's why I said it depends on age. Like, undergrad age and lower, everything weighed on that damn degree. Mm-hmm. Everything weighed on that degree. After I got the degree, everything weighed on experience. One nobody really talk about experience before because they wanted me to focus on that degree. degree. Once I had that degree, mm-hmm. now I need to focus on experience. But luckily, I did things the way I did. I did undergrad, and then I did. Two, I took two years off, mm-hmm. and I got my experience, and that helped me in grad school. Mm-hmm. So I people. Like, don't want to necessarily continue school because it's like, I can go out here and start making money right now. Right. And in all honesty, that'll probably be the best thing because when you get in grad school and you start applying for these jobs, that first thing they're going to ask about is experience. experience. And if you don't have none, your ass might as well be an undergrad student mm-hmm. or, you know, or a high schooler down yeah. there because <laughs> you don't know. Right. And application is key. Yeah. And they don't teach you that a lot of times mm-hmm. to grad school. You don't apply shit. You don't apply nothing. Like hands-on activity. And especially with African-Americans, that's why I choose the, the therapy theories that I that I go with because I feel like they suit African-Americans better. Like, yeah, you can sit and lecture me, but my mama do that. Mm-hmm. My grandma do that. The preacher do that on Wednesdays and, Friday, and Sundays. Like, I, I've been lectured my whole life. I need to get my hands dirty. Yeah. I need to get up and do something because mm-hmm. that's what's going to really help me conceptualize whatever the fuck you're trying to teach me. Me actually doing it, yeah. not talking about it and, and rephrasing it and paraphrasing it and saying it over and over again and and, and repeating it and and, and memorizing it for mm-hmm. a bit, lack of a better term. I need to actually do it. Do it because when I feel it, 
we're gonna always remember how we felt. Yeah. We're not gonna always remember what we said. Hell we're not no. gonna always remember what we do, but we're gonna always remember how we feel. Mm-hmm. And that's how doing it helps. I don't know how to hear we got on this conversation, but I don't. Know. Yeah, either because <laughs> these tangents. Talking about real. the presidency. Yeah, these tangents real. But they don't being older, so you have the experience. Yeah, fuck that. They don't teach what they should teach in school no. to prepare you for adulthood. Not at all. There's no reason why you don't you have. They want you to be done. There's okay. no reason why you don't have financial literacy classes in like school and stuff like that. Like I want to know about taxes and credit before I start doing this stuff. Like y'all taught me nine, four to nine extra years of parallelograms and shit like that. But bitch, I don't know how to do my taxes. But they want you to be done. So you make mistakes and you get in a hundred thousand dollars worth of student debt going to college for a degree that may or may not get you anywhere right. or you get in a whole bunch of debt you know with cars and frivolous purchases to keep the economy running mm-hmm. if everybody was smart and everybody made good money decisions our economy probably wouldn't be what it was not at all i feel like i didn't learn about credit until i was already in, in debt, debt. <laughs> yeah exactly. i don't know about credit luckily my mom built mine for me mm-hmm. like she was one of those parents that like put something in my name mm-hmm. and actually paid the bill <laughs> oh, okay. say that last part again for me. Yes. actually paid the bill so she built it for y'all me. wasn't listening when she said that last <laughs> she part have been say, it one more time. say it one more time she built it for me you guys she paid the bill after she put it in my name Ka-ching, so ka-ching. Not on the third child. Now she didn't put the credit billing on the cable billing your name, and exactly. then all of a sudden, oh, Verizon. Right now you owe AT and T, and you ain't even had cable. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a thing. Like I can't even get a job. What the fuck you mean? I owe you Listen, all this, this, that, and the third. I swear, I remember the day I went to cash my my not refund check, my tax refund or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was my first time going to like a, uh, a check cashing place because I would always just deposit it into my account, but I needed the money like right then and there. So mm-hmm. I go into this place close to my house and the lady was like, oh, can I have your name? So I gave her my name or whatever. And she was like, oh, we have you in the system. And I was like, you can't have me in the system because I've never been here before. And she was like, oh, we do. You were born, you know, uh, XYZ, yada, 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 1964. Ma'am, do I look like I was born in 1964? I was going to say, 1035, I'm a male. I'm like, um, the math ain't math then. And at the top, I had to have been like 24. And I'm like, now I know. Like, bitch, you tried it. What year were you born? <laughs> I was born. <laughs> I know black don't crack. Right. But... Damn, Gina. So I was definitely the kid. And I think because I'm the third. Mm. And they were like options mm-hmm. to use. Oh, so y'all now, be getting fucked over. I'm yeah, sorry. It's like, it, it was bad. But then, like, in my mid-20s, when I first got my first credit card, and unlike most people, I didn't buy clothes and stuff. I bought, you know, a sofa for my first apartment, and dishes, mm-hmm. and um, right at that time, the recession hit. And... Uh, a lot of us had got laid off. So the cart closed. I'm thinking closed means mm-hmm. you just done. Like it's a wrap. I'm not going to give you any more money. Later on in life when that fucking collections thing was yeah. still there, mm-hmm. I, I Googled so much. And even still like now, I ask him questions like, uh, what the fuck does this mean? Because it's like one is closed and then one is charge off but then charge off is different <laughs> I, oh, 
Flashbacks. Flashbacks. Jesus. Oh my God. Stress. Stress. Bitch, when I sit in that motherfucking car, my fucking deal. Bitch, when I tell you I was stressed. Oh my God. Like, bitch, mom, please call sign for this motherfucking car. Bitch, I'm be walking to work. Like, and then you monitor, like, once you, and then, like, because Credit Carmen's a fucking liar. A lie. She's a lie. Mm-hmm. Bitch, don't tell me I got a 620 when you know damn well my shit's a 395. Listen, bitch, you's a motherfucking Super mad. Super right. Mad. They, um, who the fuck was I can't really say? Because now I was, I was, I was feeling you, you. You used your credit card. Yeah. So, oh, on. right. Because Credit Carmen would tell you your score was one thing, right? And then. When I downloaded Experian and it was something completely like, different. Bitch, I should have four seven. Listen, <laughs> I, I don't understand. And then you pay off your credit card, and then your mm-hmm. score goes up. Mm-hmm. But then two days later, it's down nine points. Mm-hmm. And then I just recently learned that when you pay your car off, it's going to drop dramatically too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, bitch. Wait, it does what? Yes. Your score drops when you're no longer utilizing credit. Your score will drop. So you need to. Always be utilizing your credit. Oh shit! Yeah. Keep a small balance. Like when you pay off your yes. car or your student loans, it doesn't oh, well, help you. Oh, when student loans stay. <laughs> when I tell you, I've been forgetting. Right. Well. And then I just take them all out for fun. I just got shit today. I was like, oh, look at that! Oh, right. I it. Bitch, I was talking for master's program just so my shit can go into the firm and I got paid that <laughs> shit up. Got him more. Still in school. Right. Okay. Don't ask me why I haven't made no payment. I'm like, bitch, the Lord paid for it all. He already <laughs> did it. Forever. Like Lynn. Lynn from Girlfriend. Girlfriend. Right. That's but to wrap it back up, we need to teach kids this shit. We do. Yeah. Like In financial financial literacy is you a should definitely learn to thing. Cook. Start you should me. learn to cook. <laughs> I don't know, damn shit. But see, that's a, that's the terrible thing. Like like James was saying earlier, we shouldn't have to learn these things through trial by fire. Yeah, like, these things to be the greatest. The greatest ability that we can have in our armory is knowledge. Yeah. Like having the knowledge above head to make the decision. It's like it's not G.I. Joe wasn't flex. Like knowledge is power. Like knowing what to do mm-hmm. and what not to do. And we don't teach these things. It cripples us. Like Dante yeah. was no, saying, it's easier to empower people. Like I it's easier people to. People are shady. Yeah. People be hurt. Nobody told me. Yeah. I had to figure it so out. They go figure it so out. I've never said. understood, especially in like black households where it's like because you had to struggle. You think your kids have to struggle? Like, right. fuck no. If yeah. I struggle, I struggle. If I struggle, it's so no one else has to. Exactly. That's why I chose the field I do to work in because it's like navigating, navigating linkage to care, navigating doctors, advocating for myself. Yeah. I had to do those things by myself because no one else did. And I never want anyone to feel as bad as they have to when I did when I was first navigating those things. That's why I go so hard in the career that I go for yeah. because I don't want to definitely ever goes hard, you guys. Super hard. <laughs> yeah. I just... But, that's yeah. what it is. It's yeah. just, yeah. It's a, I just, I've never understood why the struggle is so glorified in the black It's community. a cultural it's thing. Because we're, we're, we're visual people by that. We're visual people by that regard. So it's like we need to see you struggle in order to validate that you earned what you that did. That you did it, yeah. Because if we, if you got what, if you got your marriage because your parents were well off and they built your credit up, you know, as far as Cook was saying and everything like that, it's not seen as real. You were born with a silver right. spoon you in your mouth. Right, you look down on that. Mm-hmm. But if... Oh. If I put you in a position where you had to get it out the mud and you did it, then I could take ownership of that as a parent. Like, oh, you see what they did? Yeah. Like they rise above they rose to the occasion. Yeah, they did everything my child like that. Out on a fucking cold <laughs> and they still figured out what I stupid ass. Yeah, he I might. neglected the fuck out of it. <laughs> they still made it. He 
might have lost three fingers from hypothermia. Oh my god. Did y'all see Scrappy going off on his mama? I. No. Case in point. Jesus. What? So Scrappy and Mama Mama D, D. there was a a conversation which, like, Scrappy was talking about, you know, his experiences growing up and his mother. Because Mama D was a pimp. Like, a brothel and everything like that. And, like, ran, like, managed, you know, escorts and stuff like that <laughs> and he was going over like you know what was his like really going over his trauma and really and really dealing with that as mm-hmm. far as like how does that how did it make me feel and everything growing up and it's like okay I still didn't examine that from like a social justice perspective that should have been done in private that should have done in private definitely. why did you out your mom in front of everyone because now it looks like you're doing this for clout you're doing uh-huh. this to get back in your wife's good graces who's his wife now Bambi. And, oh, they and Bambi and Mama D is at odds. Also, you guys, if you have some free time, uh, go on Tubi and watch Mama D's House of Love. I promise you, She's you would not, you would not regret it. It's a good fucking laugh. Of course, you'll realize by the third episode it's all fake and stage, <laughs> but it's still a good fucking watch. You're gonna watch it to the end. There's no continuity. It doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> it's a rip off love and hip hop, but it's fucking entertainment. Tubi is a but Tubi's not worse than Zeus. Okay. Zeus, Zeus is gonna be the uh, end of Black Pimp. Oh people. my god, you just said the worst. And I had to subscribe because I had to watch. I absolutely the had to subscribe. I had to okay. be there so I can know how to counteract it. We're yeah. there. That's what I'm we're there every Sunday watching this foolishness. It's so bad. It's a thing. So it's embarrassed. Bad. It is. It is. A I know we're not a monolith, but I feel like it watching that. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, so that's a thing. It's a it's great watch. A lot. I cannot. Yeah. But it is dirty. So if it's kids in the room, do not watch it. They show each other private parts and okay. stuff. And she has them doing like weird things like stripping and like um, making love to a sex doll so she can see how they act in bed. What? Right. It's a whole situation. Is it like they, a game show? It's a, it's like a flavor of love. Uh, I love For New her. York. Exactly. Oh. But everybody there is under the age of 35. Oh, it was men trying to get with her. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and then um, I think like one episode, she has them like eating peaches and oranges and watermelon, like showing how they give fellatio and things oh. like that. Or huh. no, excuse me, cunnilingus. Cunnilingus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. I'm not. Mama D is a well. She might be young. Might be a young girl. Mama D is sixty-one, <laughs> and she's only claiming fifty-five. Okay. That's uh, a but stretch. she's clearly sixty-one. <laughs> and what? What's his name? Her son's name. Scrappy. Scrappy's probably, what, 45? He's in his late 30s, for sure. Yeah. Phaedra does for the same sure. thing. If Phaedra tells you she was born in 1975, she lied. Bitch, you were born in 1971. You from half She didn't even know when she so, was having that baby, so I feel like I just seen that baby. She was like, oh, I'm doing this. That's some, it ain't safe to have your baby like, six, like six or seven months. months. Like, At some point, sense. I feel like Phaedra's going to block Larry. <laughs> for sure. I can no, because I went to school with one of her co workers and they grad they grew up in the same neighborhood, graduated together, oh, everything. So you went with uh, uh, Nini too. <laughs> 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 so it's like, no, I know how old you really are. And it's like, I don't, I, I never understood this propensity for people to lie about their age. Like, it's so, all going to come to life. That's, it's, it's, the pressure, it's the pressure we put on women. Men do it too. Do we? Men on the apps do it. You've That's been a different thing. Yeah. That's a different thing. Explain the difference then. Because women have such a societal pressure to be young. Because of children. Right. Yeah. Men do that shit because they want, they don't feel like, they feel inferior. Once you hit 30, you're like a it's daddy. gay death. Exactly. But that has nothing to do with 
This is the hundreds and thousands of years of societal pressure women have been on. So I won't, I'm not going to conflate those two. Yeah, that's, that's definitely a thing. Well, when you're in the public eye and everything like that, right. everyone's going to fact check you in some kind of regard. And it's like you, yeah. I think you subject yourself to that level of scrutiny yeah. when you're in that public eye yeah. and you do shows like Love and Hip Hop. It's like everyone yeah. will fact check you. Carly Rae did the same thing. And then you voluntarily and Carly lie. Red got a card for because she was deadly about in her prime and I was like damn that looked like her and I was like okay that's her real face and I seen what she what she really was and I was just like oh yeah so yeah she's definitely not know she was in Scream Queen or I knew she was in Scream Queens back on like Mm VH1 Carly Rapp when she was like 20 something that was like 20 years ago what's Scream Queen it was a reality show based on like the final girl in scary movies. Yeah, they, they oh. have brought it back too. It's a reality show? It's a, it was a reality show. I'm thinking show. about the show that Ariana Grande was. No, That's what I was thinking about. Not that one. It's a different okay. It was a different <laughs> reality show. I was like, I don't remember. It was all white, white girls. And then she ended up on uh, Love and Hip Hop mm-hmm. trying to say she's like 30 something. And it's like, no, no boo. Your daughter's like 30. Cut and it that's out. the thing. Then you're going to bring your daughter on here. And I'll be like, okay. So you, now you're telling on yourself because you're going to bring somebody with a real face. Of y'all lineage, <laughs> and then you're gonna put them next to your face that you altered, obviously. And now we can see the difference for sure. Damn, she's gonna block me. I'm just playing. She still looks good, though. Like, oh, even no, if you're in your sure. 50s, you just Carly, don't look like you your look amazing. No yeah, even when she was like Louis Prada Gucci, like with the more original face, mm-hmm. she looked good. So I don't know why you would lie. I, I, I don't want to talk about my family, but my grandmother used to hate when I would tell people her age. And I just because she looked in my mind, I'm like, you look amazing. Why not? You know, people think you're like 40, but you're really like 60. And I'd be like, oh yeah, my my mama's like this old. She used to hate that, but I I mean I. Get but that's what I'm saying. I was just gonna say it, it used to be rude to ask a woman how old she was, yeah, or sure. like you would just have to assume some shit because mm-hmm. she was she wasn't finna tell you at all, mm-hmm. and she wasn't gonna tell you the truth. But I really want to thank y'all for coming out. This has been super fun. Um, I can't wait to see in the upcoming weeks how many people block Larry. Oh, uh, <laughs> we all gonna get blocked after this episode. All right, I'm just saying. Love you, Tia. Love you, Carly Red. Keep going. Bad baddie. Who else? Okay, baby. Bad baby. Wow, you're definitely blocked. She got you. Uh, but I really want to thank you for coming. It's been super fun. Um, any last words? Oh, wow. Be safe. Love yourself. And no matter what anyone else tells you, you are always significant. Your feelings are valid and they're important. Oh, oh that's beautiful. From Toxic Mine is going to sound really shitty. Um, well, hello, you guys. This is Cook's Neighborhood again. And, um... Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> and I have a workbook dropping soon. Yeah. Um, it says, this one's for me. And um, yeah, it's all about emotional intelligence. So definitely be on the lookout yes. for that, oh, you guys. That. Yes. Yeah, it's super dope. I've seen like pictures when I was eavesdropping over her shoulder. It was very cute. Yeah. Very Sounds cute. like a villain. Uh, Dante? Um, I think a lot of the issues we talked about today can be handled with emotional intelligence mm-hmm. as cooks talk and also communication, mm-hmm. effective Ooh, communication right with emphasis on who, effective. whoever you're, you know, <laughs> conversing with. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think that can solve a lot of issues. Yeah. I do believe emotional intelligence yes. is the key to yes. saving a lot of stuff. Yes. Yeah. 
I literally just finished a class and it was it was about leadership in healthcare and one of the general topics was understanding your leadership style and your emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. So I think that was super dope. Um, I really don't have anything to say that you guys haven't already said. I really appreciate y'all coming out. And until next time, I will check you later. I'm a bad bitch every day of the week. If I hop up on the mic, they gon' play it on repeat. Cash a hundred milli check, I get paid just to breathe. Kill it 24-7 cause I slay in my sleep. Lames, pipe down.